Support for the Rated JG podcast is brought to you by Accent Sledge Supplements. I have personally been using Accent Sledge Supplements for over a year now, and I love them. And I'm not telling y'all anything other than the truth because I promise you that I would never join with a company that I don't support. This company is all about being upfront and honest about their products and the ingredients inside of them. The company is ran by former IFBB professional bodybuilder Seth Ferrosi, who decided back in 2018 that he was tired of working for companies that took shortcuts and used subpar ingredients in their supplements. So, he started Accent Sledge. Every single product on the Accent Sledge lineup has patented ingredients that have been through rigorous testing to ensure quality and consistency. They offer everything from stimulant-based pre-workouts, non-stimulant-based pre-workouts, grass-fed whey protein, vegan protein, sleep aids, joint and muscle recovery products, and even amino acids. So stop settling for anything less than the best. Use my discount code, JGill10, at checkout for 10% off of all your orders. Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is up, everybody? How about that new intro song, Straight Fire, from my boy, Alex Englehart? You know that I've had Alex on here multiple times. Dude is an incredibly talented new musician, and uh, that is his new song, Welcome to the Show. It's not available anywhere just yet, but he was nice enough to send it to me, and we doctored it up for a new intro. So, episode 51, Drinking and Thinking, with the new intro from Alex Englehart. So, go follow him on all social media platforms, uh, stream his music on Spotify, tell him that ya boy sent you. Today is going to be the first episode I've recorded in a while. I've been super busy lately. Um, it's it's wedding season right now uh, with all the corona crap that's been happening. Like A lot of weddings got pushed back. So I have been to two weddings in the past month and a half, and I've got three more coming up in the next month and a half. So love is in the air, and that takes up a lot of free time whenever you're doing this stuff. Um, you know, Bachelor parties, rehearsal dinners, that whole nine yards, it's it's awesome. But I didn't have any much any free time to come do this, but I finally found some time today. And um, so I'm sorry for the delay. I've also been mourning the, the end of my Dallas Stars season. RIP to my boys, but... What a heck of a run, man. I love that team so much. They'll always hold a place near and dear in my heart. That was such a fun run, and I just think that that was one of the bright spots of 2020. So, yeah, they lost in the Stanley Cup Finals to a juggernaut of a team known as the Tampa Bay Lightning. But, hey, we're uh, we're going to be good for a while. we got some young guns, so that's something to look forward to. Um, I also wanted to say before we jump into the episode, thank you guys for the support. I'm constantly getting the new subscribers and everything, and that, that that's huge. It's I appreciate it. This has all been like word of mouth from you guys. You know, I'm not I'm, I'm not spending money on f- billboards and shit. So you know, everybody that's coming in has been you know hopefully referred from y'all, and hope they stick around. So if you're new, welcome, and uh, I appreciate your time. I'm gonna take this second here to kind of selfishly ask uh if you've made it this far follow me on the social media platforms i got instagram and a facebook and more that more so than that if you could find the time to rate 
my show a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it, that helps immensely. That helps get some uh, sponsorships in here and pay for new cool stuff. But uh, it takes two seconds out of your day, and it really helps me out. So I would appreciate it. But without further ado, let's uh, let's jump into today's topic at hand. It is a drinking and thinking series, which I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show. But this series started out as a 10-minute rant. This was supposed to be just a short, you know, a little 10-minute spot where I can get stuff off my chest because I try to be a very positive guy, but stuff bothers me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it on the pod and see how people react. And I don't know how many episodes we've done of the Drinking and Thinking series, but it's become way more than just a 10-minute rant that I started out with. Um, You guys have clearly taken a liking to this, and you've been, the interaction on these particular episodes is freaking awesome. Like, I mean, this is, this is so cool. This is where I get to reach out to y'all and y'all are sending me suggestions. And, um, you know, we have a lot of differing viewpoints. We have a lot of things that we agree upon. This is just, it's a lot of fun. And um, the, the beer at hand that we're going to be drinking while we're thinking is St. Arnold Oktoberfest, if you are watching. So we're feeling festive up in the Gilly household and I'm drinking me an October beer. I think this thing's like 6.5% ABV, so... Only going to be having one so I don't go off the rails, but oh, very nice. Tastes like the state fair. Tastes like I need to be um, outside, like in the back of a tractor on a bale of hay or something like that. It's very, uh, very festive beer. Nice. I'll give you a deeper rating later on at the end of the show. But yeah, shout out St. Arnold Brewery, the Oktoberfest. So we'll be sipping on that throughout the show. But the Drinking and Thinking series, I did something different with this particular episode. I went on my Instagram, on the Rated JG Instagram, and I posted a story. And I kind of asked for, oh, I didn't kind of, I asked for y'all's opinions on what I was going to record today before I recorded it. So I can kind of bounce some ideas off of you and just kind of see your viewpoint before I put it out in the world. And the topic at hand was, can disagreeing with a friend make or break a friendship? Like, are you the kind of person that can disagree with a friend and, or even argue with a friend and use that differentiation in in viewpoints and opinion to further solidify your friendship and grow and have mutual respect for each other and move on? Or do you think that there is a point in time where it's unsalvageable and things are done to the point where you just need to cut ties? And to say that I had a variety of responses would be an understatement. You guys, I can't thank you enough, seriously. How, how Y'all don't understand how cool that is for me to put something out in the world and then just be bombarded with all this stuff. Because, I mean, you could very easily skip past it. A lot of people do. You know, a lot of people don't take the time to answer, but a lot of you do. And, man, this particular topic, I guess it, it's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. Obviously, it's, it's near and dear to my heart, which is why I'm doing this. But, man, the responses that I got were so awesome. I will Obviously, I'll keep y'all's names and everything and you know in, in confidence but just i appreciate you taking the time to to respond back and tell me your viewpoints some people sent me a, a sentence some people sent me like one that had a scroll two or three times so awesome i appreciate that and i have the utmost respect for anybody that does that because that takes a lot of balls to put yourself out there like that so before we jump into it this is a big like this is going to be a a lot to unpack but Number one, before we even go down this path, like, do not come for my throat, man. Like, get off your soapbox. This is not directed at one person in general. This is not directed at a group of people. 
This is just a topic. So calm down. It's not that serious. This is just putting it out in the universe. I was genuinely curious to see because I have a wide variety of people that listen. So um, I wanted to kind of share something that has been on my mind lately with the, the state of the world. So can you disagree with a friend and use that for, you know, something conducive or, you know, cut ties? And I think the first thing to unpack about this is I feel like we as a society, we've kind of turned into like, like gravitating towards safety nets and comfort zones, which is natural that that's human nature. You know, you want to find comfort. You want to find things that are secure and safe. I mean, that's human nature, but this has, this has kind of transcended our physical needs. Like, you know, like obviously you want safety and comfort of a house, you know, a roof over your head, a warm bed, but now it's kind of permeated into our social lives. And what I mean by that is I was, I was raised to have, uh, have respect and to try to understand everyone. Um, I obviously have viewpoints and opinions of my own. I'm, I'm a human, but I have such an eclectic group of friends and such an eclectic background of people that have been in my life, you know, past relationships, past friendships, past, you know, just sports endeavors, school clubs. I was in like, I I've done and seen a whole lot of stuff and been around a whole lot of people. And I'll start by saying, I don't feel like I'm better than any of them. None man, woman, boy, girl, old, young, it doesn't matter. We're all human beings. So I'm very fortunate that that's how the the precedent that was laid from my family, my foundation. I understand that not everybody was given that luxury. Um, Some people have been exposed to prejudice and to um, negative viewpoints, I guess, uh, from a young age. So I, I do take that into consideration. But I feel like we, what I was getting at is I feel like we have, as society, we've got towards these social comfort zones and safety nets. Um, Like the two things everybody, you know, you're not supposed to talk about is religion and politics, but that's the easiest one to go off of just to make a point. So the social safety nets is what I'm talking about. If you're if you're right wing and you listen to Fox, only Fox News, and you have Fox News on 24-7, you listen to Fox Radio, you listen to Ben Shapiro, things like that. Of course, you're going to be skewed towards the right. That is maybe not skewed, but you're definitely going to be pointed towards that direction. You're going to be nudged towards a right-leaning thought process because of the things you're exposed to, because of the outlets that are pushing an agenda, leaning a certain way, maybe excluding certain things in their pursuit of feeding you other things. Um, So that's just... Like I said, that's just a hypothetical. So you have these these platforms and these people in the in the social world that you gravitate towards. So if you are exposed to Fox and all these right wing stuff, and then you that's not just on TV and the radio. That's you go follow those people on Instagram. You go follow their Twitter accounts. You go follow. You go get a Facebook fan page. And I feel like little by little. That in and of itself kind of drives a wedge between your thought process and the rest of society. This isn't speaking for everybody. This is just my my viewpoint on it. What I mean by that is ideas and opinions are one thing. Everyone has them. Everyone's entitled to them. You're a human being. But judgment and 
refusal of acceptance of any other viewpoint other than yourself, any other opinion other than your own. That is where I feel like you can stunt your growth as a human being. Not physically, obviously, but I'm saying maybe your mental capacity, maybe your acceptance of others. You're stunting yourself if you live in a safety zone or a box. And I'm not saying you need to you know, completely throw your morals and, and, you know, your moral compass and ethical codes out the window. No, just to be accepting of others. I'm not saying that at all. Obviously, there's right and wrong. Obviously, there's evil in the world. But if you live a life to where you only see the world through your safety lens, you only think your way is right. Your way is the highway. You are correct at all times. You're stunting yourself. You're, 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 you're limiting your own ideas and and your own your own view of the world is so small because that's what's beautiful about human beings and 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 what we are like that i love differentiation i love i mean just think about all the um cultures of the world all the the different skin tones all the different music all the food you know i live in texas and I know people in Texas that can't stand people that have Mexican heritage that, you know, think that, you know, Hispanics are below us. I'm half Hispanic. I'm 50%. My mother is 100% Hispanic. Her maiden name is Gonzalez. And I know people that live here that think that Mexicans are below us. But guess what? Those same people have no problem going and chowing down on tacos and margaritas. You know, you ever think about that? You know, why don't you open up your viewpoint a little bit there? Because you wouldn't even have that part of your own culture that you love so much if it wasn't for their culture. But that's what I'm getting at is with the, the bias, the, the, the closed mindedness, the, the idea behind closed mindedness, safety zones and all that. I think that that lends itself to the disagreement with your friends. We're at the age now, my friend group, a lot of us are married. A lot of us are having kids. Some of us are single, but we're at that pivotal point in our life where we're really, most of us, at least like to think that we have a decent idea of who we are and we've made mistakes. We've continued to make them. We kind of are ironing out the lives that we have for ourselves. And I personally have so, 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 so many friends that I disagree with. Some of my best friends, I cannot even remotely tell you how opposite we are from what we like to eat from our political views on things from our taste in movies and music. I mean, we could not be more opposite. And guess what? They're still my friends because I don't, I don't go into any conversation or any interaction with anyone thinking I'm better than you. I know more than you. I'm smarter than you because the truth is that's not true. And I think just having that baseline knowledge of, hey, we're all, we all wake up in the morning and put our pants on. We, the same, you know, we all go to sleep at night. We all wake up in the morning. Just having that baseline knowledge kind of sets you up for a little bit more compassion and a little bit more understanding for anything. Now, do I agree with everything that my friends do? No, that's why it's called a disagreement, but they're my friends. Our friendship was not predicated on Thoughts and viewpoints of our taste in politicians, our idea on hourly wages, our ideas of what any of this crap going on in the media is. Like our friendships, like my personal friendship I'm speaking on, 
they were based upon ideas and personalities and and just an overall sense of who they are as a human. You know, if I ha- I have friends that I've been friends with since 10 years old, you think I give a shit if they were watching Fox at night or watching MSNBC? Absolutely not. I just cared that they had Capri Suns in their fridge after lunch. I mean, after baseball practice and we could go get one or, you know, whose parents would let us stay out after the freaking streetlights were off or, you know, like, like that's what, that's what our friendship was. Like it wasn't, and obviously I'm speaking on, you know, childhood friends, but I've met friends later on in life in college and things like that. And approaching every single relationship with that baseline knowledge of just trying to be understanding has allowed me to see so many different viewpoints and allowed me to have so many different people in my life. And I, I think that if, if the world, especially the United States, if like, if we could just find some, some sort of compassion and some sort of understanding and some sort of leniency to maybe move out of our comfort zone and our safety box to think that people that we interact with may have good ideas or or good thought processes on things that might be differing from yours but you get absolutely nowhere when you try to force someone to believe what you believe like nobody is going to change their mind on a on a subject no matter how big or small nobody will change their mind about something because you tell them to they have to have that thought of changing their mind in like themselves if I go up to somebody and tell them, you think, whatever you think is wrong, and you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, this is right, that person will never jump to my side of things unless they believe that inside of their self. They think of it on their own. They, they look at a differing, they look at the subject matter from a different way. I cannot force somebody to think the way I think, which is part of the beauty of humanity, you know, like that's what... Why do you want to be surrounded by a bunch of yes men? Why do you want to be just an echo chamber of whatever you say goes? Like, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there in the world like that that want to be just, you know, stroke their ego 24-7, which is, you know, I'm sure we're all guilty of that in some sense. But friendship at the end of the day, relationships at the end of the day aren't supposed to be linear. They're not supposed to be perfect all the way. That's why they're called relationships. You know, I don't know one person that has a friendship or a relationship that's flawless. I fought with every one of my friends. I fight with my wife constantly. I, but we come, we overcome all that stuff and you take the, you know, the, the bruises and the battle scars from those arguments and those disagreements. And guess what? You use those to avoid further damage down the line of your friendship or relationship. That's my personal thought process on it because when you look at something when you look at somebody that disagrees with you you can I feel like you can look at it like a couple of ways you know what like you know basically give them the finger and say screw you I'm right you're wrong I'm big you're small I'm smart you're dumb that's option one or number two maybe you could try to really understand where they're coming from and why they even developed that thought process on that topic maybe you dig deeper and try to figure out why do you believe the way that you believe and don't ha- don't go into it go into it with curiosity not judgment because if you go into a conversation with curiosity as opposed to predisposed judgment or pre-existing judgment i feel like your world will be opened up a lot more and you will probably learn a lot about yourself because 
if you kind of dig deeper and see how a person that you disagree with, how they see a situation, how are they raised? Where, where did they learn to think the way that they do? Maybe you'll get a better idea as to why they developed that opinion or that idea on things. It doesn't have to be screw you and that's the end of it. That, that's not conducive to anyone, you know? Um, and I don't want to come off like, you know what, you need to have the most wide variety of friends because if you don't, you're an idiot. No, I think that surrounding yourself with, a, with like-minded people is so productive, I think that it, I mean, I've talked about that on this podcast before is like, you need to surround yourself with a lot of like-minded people. Maybe your core group of people that you're around need to be driven, need to be the kind of people that hold you accountable. The people that are the catalyst behind you being successful and you not veering off the path that you've set for yourself. But those people that are like-minded in the majority of things that you know we're talking about here they probably have a lot of things that you would disagree with if you dig deeper and that's okay that's not a problem and i feel like there's so much of that hatred in this world that's the word i was looking for hatred judgment like i don't understand how many people can just sit here and say the things that they do on social media about people they are friends with or used to be friends with or these backhanded, I don't even know what the term to use, like, like, but they, they, they say these things that are so, they, they're deep rooted and like, I mean, really well thought out about like how much they despise and hate certain people, certain things. And I know these people. And I'm thinking if you, that where does that come from? And there are some people you can talk to about it. There are some people that you can bring up and be like, hey man, like, or, or hey woman, I saw A, B, and C that you posted, like, is everything okay? And they'll have a conversation with you about it and you get to learn a lot from it. And then there's some that you can't even remotely dip your toe in that water because they'll bite your freaking head off. And that might be, to answer the original question of drinking and thinking is that might be the kind of time that might be the situation where you do cut ties and when I say cut ties I don't mean give them the finger and walk away I mean maybe understand that that person or that that friend or that relationship that you might have thought a certain way if you've if you respect their viewpoint if you respect that y'all have differing opinions if you respect that they're a human and they are different than you and that's not reciprocated on their end. And they're disrespectful. And they do things to you to belittle you. They do things to make you feel wrong. They try to force their opinion on you after you've respectfully declined and tried to show your opposition to that. Maybe that's whenever it's time to call it quits. And you shouldn't feel bad about that either. Like, there's um there's a breaking point for everybody. I'm lucky that I haven't been at that breaking point hardly at all in my life. But if you're listening, if you've gotten this this far into my rant, first off, cheers. But second off, maybe look inside yourself. Um, the next interaction you have with somebody, whether it be the freaking person at the gas station, your boss, your coworker, your sister, brother, mom, whatever, maybe it's a subject that y'all haven't ever agreed upon. Maybe talk to him in a different way. Dig a little deeper. Instead of coming in guns blazing, thinking that you're high and mighty and you're right and they're wrong. Maybe open it up to, to suggestions and discussion because you'd probably be surprised. There's a lot of some of the best friendships I've had. Some of the best conversations I've ever had have come from 
me trying, trying, I'm not perfect, obviously, trying to peel back my own layers of, of predetermined thoughts, my own layers of judgment, my own, own layers of right and wrong. Just giving the amount of respect to somebody to understand they are a human and they have thoughts and opinions of their own. Just doing it from that point of view as a baseline will open it up so much for you. I can assure you of that because think about it like this too. When you get to that point, if you're with a friendship that's on the brink of whatever because of all your disagreements, think about why y'all became friends in the first place. Friendship is not required. It's not. You chose to have that person in your life. You chose to seek out their company. You chose to have their companionship throughout whatever phase of life you're in. Believe it or not, you wanted that person to be a part of your life. So don't forget that because they did have your respect at once at one point in time. And if y'all are wavering right now, why don't you just take it back to that baseline and really try and think about it from there? So that was a long-winded 10-minute rant. I think we're like 30 minutes in right now. But um, St. Arnold Oktoberfest. This is very good. Usually these kind of beers that are a little bit heavier, like the autumn slash fall beers or whatever, you can only have one or two. I could definitely drink you know, a six-pack of these chilling out by like a campfire or something. So St. Arnold Oktoberfest. Uh, one drink, everybody knows the rules. 7-6. That's the score. That's the review right there. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's a a good drinking and thinking, I think drinking and thinking, I think that's a good drinking and thinking. I, I hope for this point in our lives right now, you know, um, a lot of you have given me the utmost respect in my DMS following my journey thus far, you know, 51 episodes in, if you hear this, if anything that I said offended you, I I can assure you that was not my intent. I really hope that I somewhat resonate with some of you. I feel like I have because a lot of you send me really nice messages and whatnot. So coming from a person that's no better than you, no better than anybody listening to this, hopefully I I kind of opened your eyes a little bit to what, the way I think about things. And if not, hey man, I'm always open. You know where to find me. Hit me up. We can have a conversation about it. But to all my friends that are listening that have differing viewpoints, y'all know who you are. Love you to death. I'll love you tomorrow just like I love you today. You know, as long as you don't do anything that's harming you or harming me or harming my family or my close ones, you're good to go. And the fact that we are all so wonderfully different is what makes all this worthwhile. Because if we were all the same, that would be the most boring life ever. So, um... I love you guys. I appreciate y'all stopping by and listening to another uh, another episode of the Rated JG podcast and another rendition of the Drinking and Thinking series. So with that being said, cheers. And remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. Thanks.